It's time for Operation Freedom with your host, Dr. Dave Janda, on Southeast Michigan's conservative powerhouse, Wham Talk 1600. Welcome back to Folks, I'm Dr. Dave Janda, broadcasting from our ancillary bunker, linked to our Marine Freedom Bunker in the People's Republic of Ann Arbor. We're here every Sunday for you from 2 to 5 Eastern, also available at DaveJanda.com 24-7 with extra shows, extra content, extra guests, extra analysis, and archives to all of our shows. We hope you will become part of our freedom family. You know, folks, this um, what we're involved in right now is a, a psychological operation run by the deep state, the New World Order crowd, the globalist syndicate, the criminal the national banking syndicate, the great reset crowd, whatever you want to call them. Them versus us. And one of our attack points has always been the independent media. The independent media. The independent media puts their lives on the line to provide you information that the bought-off lamestream fake media, media tentacle of the deep state does not want you to know. Because if you're misinformed, disinformed, or completely uninformed, you become an easier target for them to strip you of your remaining freedoms, your liberties, your health, your future, our country, and your life. That's not hyperbole. That's a fact. And one of the people on the front line that is leading the charge is my next guest, who is an incredibly courageous individual, Sarah Westall. She is a successful entrepreneur and business executive. In the past 25 years, she has created and developed multiple companies, including a successful management and consulting firm. In addition, Sarah has a background in, in IT, information technology, that, I don't know, it's probably deeply disturbing to the deep state that someone of her stature would be fighting for every American. She has a computer science and business management systems degree from the College of Science and Engineering at the University of Minnesota, with an emphasis in management information systems from the Carlson Business School at the University of Minnesota. She, Sarah started her career at the center of the internet revolution at U.S. West Communications, where she became director of the advanced networking group responsible for all of the systems design and development for enterprise, the internet and networking arm of U.S. West. Currently, Sarah is a partner in Galax Consulting. She is also an independent media specialist extraordinaire. She is the host of a national radio show, Business Game Changers, and her national radio show features leaders in business, government, society, and science. Sarah's significant experience and knowledge in technology, systems engineering, business, and entrepreneurship truly provides insight and depth unparalleled in the media. She has a phenomenal website, Sarah Westall, W-E-S-T-A-L-L.com. Sarah is one of the most targeted individuals when it comes to censorship in our country. And there is a reason why, because she tells you the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth. And that's what the deep state despises. It's my honor to welcome back my very dear friend, Sarah Westall. Sarah, welcome back to the Operation Freedom Platform and DaveJanda.com. Thank you so much, Dave. It's always a pleasure to be here. You know, Sarah, I have taken grief over the years, as have you, for calling what some people still 
who have their head where the sun doesn't shine. Well, they, we could say they have their head in the sand, but that really isn't visual enough. They have the, their head where their <laughs> where the sun doesn't shine. When they still speak about the mainstream media. Oh, let's see, let's see what Huda is going to talk about on the Today Show. Oh, let's watch, let's watch, let's watch um, uh, uh, Good Morning America. Oh, let's. Let's listen to NBC, ABC, CBS. Oh, let's go to PBS. Oh, let's listen to CNN. Oh, let's listen to MSNBC. Oh, let's listen to Fox. All the same. All part of the what I call bought off lamestream fake media. Now, I've been criticized for that. You have too of outing the, the media as an arm of the deep state. I want to play this brief clip for you as it relates to, well, why we call them the bought off lamestream fake media. Right now, one of the companies that has made the jab, Pfizer, well, they seem to be everywhere on every platform that's in the mainstream media, as some folks still describe it. Derek, hit the clip and let's get Sarah's reaction. Good Morning America is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360, brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline, brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This weather report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer. That last clip, by the way, was 60 Minutes, and they were doing a report by the guy owned by Big Pharma, Dr. Sanjay Gupta, uh, who is owned, by the way, by Big Pharma. Sarah, your take. Well, I think it just shows what we already know, right? It's a very unhealthy uh, coalition they have going here where the Big Pharma controls so much. It's the deep state, Big Pharma. Um, the deep state controls, it's all one and the same, right? Um, big tech's all in there. It, it's, a, it's a very unhealthy environment. We got ourselves into a p- problem where some of the most, the unhealthiest mental, mentally unhealthy people are running things. And that's a serious problem. I mean, we, that's what we have going on. And because obviously we've been covering so many things now like why would they be forcing you know trying to get as many people 28 million shots or something for five to 11 year old kids i'm just that to me is one of the worst things i've seen in modern history and there'd be no way something like that could pass if any rational uh sane person with decent ethics had you know those people have control you would never see that being forced onto five to 11 year olds. It's horrifying. And that's my thoughts on it. And when you bring up Sanjay Gupta, you know, he was on Joe Rogan. I'm sure you've talked about this. And that was actually a good development that Sanjay was forced to admit on Joe Rogan's show that CNN lied or minimum misled listeners about ivermectin. 
you know, being a horse medicine. Yeah, it's a horse medicine, but only because it was a human medicine first. And they thought, yeah, maybe this could work for horses too or animals too. But it started off as a human medicine. A lot of medicines start off as human medicines and then go to animals or they start in animals and go to humans. It doesn't matter. (laughs) But this particular one started off for humans and for quite a long time. So it's, uh, it's just... It, that that's a good development. You know, there are, there are positive things that we're seeing now, cracks in the media. My other thing about this mainstream media, they're just people. And I think that uh, so many people in society, you know, I've worked with in big companies. You read my, my background. I taught at the University of Minnesota, the business school for five years. You know, I'm, I, I'm not impressed and enamored by anybody who is in the media or who is anybody who has in leadership or any role or title they have. And it's too bad that society still has some of that going on where they're impressed with people they see on TV because these people are just people. But the fact, the problem is, is they're spewing out lies. I I would like to see the independent media be just as respected, if not more respected, be respected by your actions and what you're providing the people. You know, you're pro- we're providing truth, and that's what's the most important. Well, let's provide a little more truth because it's not just the media where these big pharmaceutical companies have their tentacles, right? Uh, Scott got Dr. Scott Gottlieb was the former FDA commissioner during the Trump administration from 2017 to 2019. Sarah, do you know what he, what his current position is? What is it now? He's currently a member of the board of directors of Pfizer. Oh, wait. Yeah. You mean the well, FDA? that's what you FDA. say. It's a, yeah, right. Yeah, I, I apologize for interrupting, but I'm saying that's what you see. It's a rotating door. And uh, no matter what rabbit hole you go into, you, this is what you find. And you know, the thing is they're getting so blatant now, you know, the whole Pfizer clip that you just played, it's just so blatant in your face where it's almost like they don't even care. They're not even trying to hide it anymore. Well, here's another one that's not hiding anymore. Stephen Hahn, Dr. Stephen Hahn, who took over for Dr. Scott Gottlieb as the commissioner of the FDA, you know, the FDA that looks at vaccines and uh, gives them experimental use authorizations and approvals, although they're really the thing they approve this point, community doesn't exist and isn't available in the United States. Um, but but Stephen Hahn, who took over from it was FDA commission from 2019 to 2021, do you know, do you know what his current position is? I'm sure I, I could guess. What is it? He's currently the chief medical officer of flagship pioneering the financial arm behind Moderna. Yeah, another producer oh, on the yeah. chain. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then we have Gene Smith. Well, Moderna's a whole other. Yeah, go ahead. Keep saying it. It's the, this is good for people to know. They, it, this is just how it works. Well, James Smith, the CEO of Reuters, you know, the news agency that informs people uh, about uh, information they should know that forms that provides news feeds for CBS, ABC, uh, CNN, MSNBC, Fox, PBS, you name it, right? James Smith, the CEO of Reuters. Oh, wait, he's also currently on the board of 
Pfizer. Well, and if you dig deeper into these people, you know, and I think you remember when the Epstein, uh, Epstein was going down and I was covering a lot of that. John Dugan, who has asylum in Russia, had those tapes back from 2008 when the the sheriffs in uh, South or Palm Beach, Florida, wanted those protected because they didn't trust the FBI with the files. And so with all those tapes, so they made copies and had him had him because he protects whistleblowers was setting up these servers Well, he ended up having all those those tapes. And another journalist went and looked at him with him. He realized he had him. He didn't realize he had the whole set. And MI6 tipped off the Times of London, and they reported on it, which is interesting. But uh, I talked to John Dugan quite a bit, and um, <laughs> he had another person, independent person, look at it. They looked at eight of those videos independently because they wanted to know what was on them. They didn't want to look at more than eight because it, it felt they felt like perverts just watching the eight. And what they found was one underage girl having a shower, and the other, the rest of them, were videos with very powerful people in politics and business, uh, blackmail tapes, having sexual relations with underage girls. And one of them, I asked him, do you recognize anybody in these videos? And he recognized two, and one of them was the head of MSNBC at the time. So I'm telling you, all these people that are in positions of power also are in some kind of blackmail scheme. They they make sure they have things on these people. I know it sounds crazy, but this I have been down these rabbit holes and talking to people and I you've talked to Jimmy Boots, a detective Rothstein. These people are blackmailed. They don't trust them unless they have some kind of blackmail on them. And and so they have these operations and these people are I don't I don't know why they would do it, but they're all there's so many of them are all all on tape. They have to know they're all being blackmailed. They figure if you're blackmailed and I'm blackmailed, then we all have mutual trust in each other. But if you're not blackmailed, then we don't trust you. That's how that system works. It's crazy. Well, let's talk about crazy. Let's talk about the biofascist Anthony Fauci, right? The, the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease who funded the gain-of-function research that led to this pathogen to be so lethal for humans. He, re- he truly is responsible for the, the illness of hundreds of millions of people and the deaths of millions of people around the world to the point where White House correspondent Emerald Robinson this week said, quote, Fauci is not just morally responsible for creating COVID-19. He is directly responsible for millions of deaths around the world. He blocked any therapeutic treatment that was effective from being used in order to push the experimental vaccines. And in addition to that, Sarah, I want your take on this. This from Christian Spencer from The Hill, no less. Bipartisan legislators demand answers from Fauci on cruel dog experiments. Quote, 
Oh, Our investigators showed that Fauci's NIH division shipped part of a $375,800 grant to a lab in Tunisia to drug beagle dogs and lock their heads in mesh cages filled with hungry sandflies so the ins insects could eat them alive, end quote. This has been confirmed. And in fact, it came out, uh, uh, Woods came out, James Woods, the actor, said, if this should make your blood boil. Researchers, listen now, this has been confirmed, by the way. Researchers, Fauci and his team, cut the vocal cords of beagles so they wouldn't be bothered by their screams of agony. Four different locations where Fauci funded wasteful and brutal beagle experiments in Georgia, California, Africa, Tunisia, Tunisia, even Fauci's own NIH lab in Maryland. Let me tell you something. One of the hallmarks... Why? Why would you... What kind of sick person would do an experiment where flies eat them alive? I mean, what, what would you gain from that? How long it takes to kill them? I mean, that, that sounds, it's just so brutal. But you know what? What he's doing to human beings is, I, I got to tell you, Dave, you know, that's so, we understand and imagine ourselves being eat by, eaten by flies and how evil that is. What they're doing to human beings right now is at the same level. It really is. Having children, they know how many kids are going to die from this five, you know, five to eleven, and pushing that, not letting people get treatments. They still have remdesivir and nothing as treatments in hospitals. They know these hospital wards are death wards. They know that. So, what kind of evil person? groups of people would do that. And so my question is, yeah, the media is starting to push back because it's so bad and everybody's realizing it's so bad that they can't not say something. And my thing is, why is it, why is he still in position? I mean, what's wrong with, I mean, I, you know, some people think that eventually there's going to be so many people that have died from their policies that they won't be able to go anywhere and be safe. And I, 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 I think that's a good point because why are they still there? You as a, as a medical professional, I can't imagine how much this bothers you. I mean, I, I hope you can sleep at night. You know, after a while, you just learn to sleep through whatever you learn because it's just incredible. Every day you learn something new. But this guy, I, this is Mengula, Dr. Mengula type level stuff that we're dealing with. And I... You know, I get, I had a family on that saved their mother who, it was their second family mother, member. Their first one was killed in the hospital because they did nothing for him, just gave him a ventilator or something and did nothing. And then the second one, they were going to kill her mother, their mother too. And, you know, after I aired that show, and if you want to hear more about that, it's such an uplifting story. But after I aired that show to about how they saved their mother by giving her supplements through the skin. It was so great. Such an uplifting story. I have people contacting me on a regular basis now asking me to help them save their family member dying in the hospital because the hospital is doing nothing for them. I'm like, you know, I, I am a scientist by training and I'm pretty smart and I work with doctors all the time, but why in the that just shows how broken i mean i'm not the person a media personality yeah i i will help everybody i can 
But that just shows you that if they're going to me, how broken is our medical establishment? I mean, I, I, I it's incredible, Dave. I'm like, what is going on? I am assuming you hear it too. I hear it too. And, and you know, Sarah, um, you know, many people at the time said to me, Dave, you know, in, in 2014, I announced that I would be retiring from the practice of medicine at the end of 2016, January 1st, 2017. And many people said, why are you doing that? You're the top, you know, you're, you know, one of the top people in your profession. You are very successful. You have a big practice. Why are you doing this? This makes no sense. You're old, but you're not that old. I mean, you, 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 your hands are still good. You're, you're, you know, this is, you know, you, you do great in the operating room. You do great in clinic. You do. And my answer was, you know, I'm a healthcare policy analyst as well. It's one of the other hats I wear. And I know Obamacare inside out. And starting at the beginning of 2017, bureaucrats who have no functional medical knowledge are going to usurp complete control of the system and utilize protocols that doctors on the front line will not be able to overrule and it's going to put people in harm's way and I will not play in that kind of a sandbox. I am going to move my operation, if you want to call it. I already had started the radio show for, you know, back in 2010. I said, I'm going to put all my efforts into the radio show, into my videos, into my information platform so I can help as many people as possible because I see what's coming with the system. If I try to stay in that system, they will take me out. Or you just can't, you'll be so frustrated because you watch people that you can't save. I know the the whole medical profession is in trauma. I mean, I, I and that's not an understatement. I, these people, the ones who know what's going on are being taken out and fired for not getting the jab. I mean, Dr. McCullough, I think, broke down what's going on in his profession just the other day. I'm telling you, these people are being left to die in these hospitals. And I think you're exactly right. It's it's based on the fact they're being mandated that the only thing they can use is remdesivir, which in half the cases will um, shut down your kidneys and and nothing else. They won't even give these, like the family I'm telling you about, who saved their mother by putting, they rubbed um, vitamin C and zinc and quercetin and vitamin D um, with DSMO, which is DMSO, which is will get it, help it get it, transport it through your skin. And they saved and they, they did it stealth. You know, they, they, they took, what happened is this family only had mom. They wouldn't let anybody see the mom. And then after she had two hours left to live, they, um, they said, okay, we, some, one of you can go in and see. And there was 10 family members. And I'm like, well, no way. We're all going in. And they stood there until until you make the phone calls and let us go in. And at first they were kind of nasty to them. And then they made the phone calls and let them in. And then they, as a team, 10 brothers and sisters saved their mother. They went to, whether it was a veterinarian store to get the DMSO because they couldn't get it anywhere else. Or, you know, over-the-counter vitamin C, whatever, crushed it into the thing, put lotion. They immediately started seeing her turn around, and the doctors thought it was a miracle. Um, <laughs> and then they begged them to take her off remdesivir, you know, and they, they just wanted them to leave her alone so they could take care of her. And she turned around. She's doing great now. She's living and running. 
just a beautiful story, but that's what people are dealing with. You know, Sarah, in our last uh, minute and a half here, educate our listeners and how they can follow all of your efforts and get that, gr- that wonderful story of how that woman was saved. Yeah, that one should go viral. I was on Salt Lake City, uh, Utah with Paul Jensen and he invited her to come on with us in the morning. And I took that interview and I aired it everywhere I could. And I'm asking to go to my website at sarahwestall.com, listen to it, share it with family members, share it everywhere. So people can be ready if they find themselves in that kind of situation. I'm telling you, it's happening all over the country. So go to sarahwestall.com and sign up for my newsletter. And that's the best place to find me. And yeah, that uh, show is on my front page. Sarah, I'd like to thank you for everything you have done, are doing, and will do. Sarah Westall, W-E-S-T-A-L-L.com. Folks, you're listening to Operation Freedom. I'm Dr. Dave Janda.